Welcome to the Contracting Officer Podcast. We're here to help government and industry acquisition professionals understand each other just a little better. We give you insight as former government contracting officers. But the content isn't just for contracting officers. If you work anywhere in the government acquisition world, this podcast is for you. This episode is brought to you by Skyway Acquisition Solutions. Skyway helps you know more, win more, and do more in the government market. To learn more, visit skywayacq.com. Today, I'm joined by special guest Shelly Hall. Shelly is a retired contracting officer who spent 23 years working in the government acquisition world. Today's episode is a sort of public service announcement as Shelly and I talk about the wealth of free resources that are available to contractors and how some unscrupulous companies prey on small businesses who are trying to get into the government market. Let's get started. Hey, Shelly, today we're going to let people in on a little secret, and that secret is that there are no secret federal contracting websites. That is absolutely true. You there's, know, there's, there's no, sec- no secret sauce. <laughs> there's a lot of things out there that may be a little complicated if you don't know how to get started, but companies want to charge small businesses fees that don't really exist. These are things that you could do for free. What, what kind of things should small companies watch out for? Well, there and these are all examples of things that, that companies have told me that they've gone through with other um, companies that are kind of disingenuous by saying they can help them with these things. But there, there are no secret, secret uh, federal contracting websites. They just they don't exist. There's no special format or code or URL that needs to be used for your website for the federal government to be able to see it. I was amazed when somebody told me that. They were like, no, they said I had to have this special URL or the government couldn't see it. No, no. Uh, Just no. any whatever dot com dot gov dot biz dot whatever it's if they can see it. Um, there's no clandestine formula that will allow a CEO to make an award directly to you unless the, the law and regulations allow it. And, and, you know, and, and unfortunately, you know, some, especially as small services, able veteran owned small businesses, uh, economically disadvantaged women owned small, small businesses, especially I've heard this from is that they have been told that, Hey, no, it, you don't even have to try you, you can get an award made directly to you. <laughs> Good uh, and that's, I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. And even, you know, with the law and the regulations, it's still, it's still a lot of work to get that done. And there's no one that can introduce you to the right people in the agency to guarantee you get awards. Um, that, that day of just dropping in on the contracting office or the program office, um, that's kind of uh, fallen by the wayside. So there are move. people who can introduce you to the right people that can help get the process started or help, you know, the awareness, right? And and they can charge you a fee for that. I'm sure that's fine. But they can't actually guarantee an award from that. You still have to follow all the steps, the whole process that we always talk about here on this podcast. Absolutely. So let's yeah, run through some no, more. No secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no secret sauce. So let's run through a few more of the specifics here. The The big one is the system for award management. Did you know... Yes, I did. Did you know that you don't have to pay to register in the system for award management? It's free. And what is the system for award management? Well, it is every contractor that is going to be awarded a contract has to be registered um, in SAM. We call it SAM. And it's it's a very easy system that 
you know, to get through. And registration is absolutely free. And what's really interesting on Sam, um, because you go through and you answer some questions about your business and yeah, what size your tax ID, your address, yeah, what you know, size, it's this, basic this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you certify to, you know, are you a small business, a uh, you know, hub zone, whatever. And so it's basically just kind of all your core business information that you put in Sam and that it shows that, you know, you're not on a, on a debarred list and that you haven't been, you know, somehow take said you can't do government contracting or whatever. Uh, and people may have heard in the past, you know, they used to have that excluded parties list that they would check and the debarred list, they would call it. Well, all of that's now part of a system for award management. And it's gotten so bad um, that that Federal Business Opportunities website on their homepage has this banner that goes across the top that says, SAM.gov, registration is free. There is no fee to register or maintain your registration in the system for award management. If you receive an email from a company claiming to represent SAM.gov, be very cautious. If you get an email from a company offering to help you register in SAM, asking you to contact them and pay them money, be cautious. These messages are not from the federal government. It is free to register in SAM for any entity. So, and that is verbatim. That's that is awesome. exactly what it says on the FBA. So, so I think if you know the Federal Business Opportunities website thought it was important enough to say, if they call you out of the blue, if they send you an email and they say send me money, don't don't do that. Right. So you could. There are a lot of questions to answer. Right. There's a lot of information required. You could pay a company to actually fill it out for you on the SAM site. Right. It's that's not necessarily a bad thing. It might be complicated if you've never done so, it before. But if a company says that there's actually a registration fee, that's when you know to run away. Right. Run, run, run. And 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 really the problem is you're you're absolutely right. There's um, you know, especially for a small business, I imagine it could probably get pretty overwhelming fairly quickly. Listening to all these, the this, this SAM and the FBO and the this, you know, because right. we have all that government language. Acronym soup. Makes our, makes our heads crazy, and we understand that. But for them, I guess, they're, they're, they certainly can go to a, you know, a, a legitimate consulting company and say, I want you to help me get registered to do business with the government. And, and they can do that, and they can pay for that. But, you know... What they're paying these companies is well beyond what it should actually cost. I mean, I, I talked to a company where it cost them five thousand uh, wow. dollars for all all things that were for free. So, I mean, you have to kind of look at it as a cost benefit analysis. <laughs> uh, and plus, the Small Business Administration will also help um, small businesses right. get registered to do the government, you know, business with the government. So. So let's run through some other things that are free to register for that you could pay for someone's time to make, do the registration for you. But there's no registration fee. These are government things. Well, the first one actually that we're going to mention isn't a government thing. This is a Dun and Bradstreet number. So a Dun's number, Dun and Bradstreet. Yeah. So what is a Dun's number? This is a, a commercial registration that the government uses to keep all these companies separate, keep them straight. Who's who? And it's and it's really, you know, Dun and Bradstreet is not government specific. And yes, basically what they do is so there's something unique about your company and, and that Dun's number, it's like a nine digit code. And it it is just something that's unique to you. And the really good thing about a Dun's number is that it is 
um, very specific to a company. So when you're doing market research on a company or if you're looking to make sure they're registered in the system for award management or you're looking to see if they're a small business, that DUNS number is the one thing you can use to search that you're always going to get just their information. Whereas let's say their name is Apex Ajax LLC and you put in Apex and you get 5,000 hits. Right. Uh, you know, the Dunn's number is going to be something that you're only going to get one result for. And so that's why, and and you are required to have that Dun and Bradstreet number. That's part of yep. uh, the system for award management also. Right. From the contractor side, the Dunn's number helps the government understand what legal entity they're dealing with. There's one Dunn's number per legal entity. Moving on. These are government things. There are other requirements for the system for award management. You need to have a cage code. You need to have a taxpayer ID number. So a cage code is commercial and government entity code. Taxpayer ID number, you register with the IRS. Those are required to to register in SAM, but they don't cost anything to get. Right. And, of course, the taxpayer identification number is the same as a Social Security number, but for a business. It's their, um, you know, their their taxpayer information number because, you know, the IRS needs to know all that good stuff about, you know, make sure you're paying your taxes if right. you're a business also. You also, you don't have to pay to use FedBizOps, the Federal Business Opportunities page. You don't have to pay to get a North American Industrial Classification System code, the NAICS code. You and I actually did a whole episode on on what is a NAICS code to describe it. And you, yeah. you don't really get them, but there are companies that will charge small businesses to get a NAICS code. And again, are there people that can help you? Absolutely. There's consultants, the Small Business Administration. You know, there, so there are a lot of free resources, but you need to look at all the different NAICS codes, and then you need to come up with what your primary business NAICS codes are. So if you do IT, they're going to be in the IT field. If you do manufacturing, they're going to be in the manufacturing field. So so there's nobody that you can pay that's going to say, here's your five NAICS codes and they only belong to you. That's not how it works. Right. It's, they're all, all, everybody uses the NAICS codes. Yeah. So you touched on one thing, small business assistance. It's free. Right. Where, where do you go if you're a small company and you need help entering the government market? Yeah. And, and there's, you know, there's a, a variety of places that you can go. Um, almost every big city has a score office and those uh, it's made up of retired executives that go in and they um, help other small businesses get started. Your regional or local small business administration office. Um, a lot of like the all the bases that I've worked at have had a small business liaison office. So they're they're folks that actually work for the wing or the commander of the base, but their job is to help you with these things, and they will sit down with you right. and. You go through all of these things with you. They'll help you with your NAICS codes. They'll help you with registering for SAM. And it's free. None, none of those cost anything. Right. So if you're a small business and someone says, for this much money, they can get you small business status as a hub zone or a small disadvantaged veteran-owned business or an 8A business, there is no fee for that status. You are one of those things by virtue of the makeup of your company. There's no extra charge to certify you you certify yourself. In the case of eight A's, I think the government actually 
has to review and make sure that you meet all the requirements. The others are self-certification. So there's no fee to do that. Right. And now having said that, you know, the, the process can be fairly egregious, um, especially the like the becoming an 8A company, because, um, you know, it's a very it's a very special status where you can get sole source awards for the first five year of the program. So you don't have to compete. So you have to fill out a lot of paperwork to do this. And again, Yes, there are people that can help you do right. this. Right, we're not trying to hate on the consultants. Yeah, we're not trying to help. You know, it's I mean, hard work to get all that stuff straight. Yeah, so. it's hard work to get all this stuff done. But you just want to make sure they're legitimate people. And you know, if they're telling you that there's a secret federal government website or you have to have a special URL, they're not the right people. Or that now we filled out all this paperwork. There's a five thousand dollar fee. Right. That the government right. charges to register. That's you know, but wrong. there there are uh, uh, consultants that all they do is help businesses uh, register to become like an 8A. So and you're right. Most of them are self-certifying, but still it's, you know, you got to give them your, you know, how much you've made and how you feel you're economically challenged. But you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay. So we're in the land of caveat emptor here. This is buyer beware. If you're a small company, don't pay for free things. You should really beware of companies that offer federal contracting registration services for a fee. It's like you were saying, Shelly, the FedBizOp site actually says, don't pay to register for Sam. You don't have to. That's how many scam artists are out there. It's much better that you talk to the right people when you're registering for the sites. It may take you a little bit longer, but it's free to do. Most companies could fill these out by themselves without any consulting help even. But there's no shame in saying, I don't even want to have to deal with that. I will hire an expert to fill this, these forms out online. But do not pay a fee to register it for, for a registration fee. Absolutely. And what's interesting is if you, um, if you just Google, everybody knows how to Google, if you Google SAM registration, um, like the first five hits you get are these companies that offer these federal contracting registration services for a fee. So yeah. you don't even get to the real SAM site until like the fifth hit. So it's, terrible. it's leading you to the wrong place. <laughs> That's terrible. We've been talking about this all along. Let's be specific about why this is important for companies to understand. Potential contractors can get frustrated with the process, especially if they pay a lot of money to register with promises that this is going to get them business, and then business doesn't just land in their lap. I mean, this could be thousands of dollars wasted for free stuff. Absolutely, and it makes them really gun-shy, and it's heartbreaking. I mean, some of them literally decide to go out of business because they just can't, they don't want to ask for help because they're afraid they're going to get kind of taken to the cleaners again. And it's, it's not hard to do business with the government. It's not hard to, to bid for business to the government. It is a little harder to win sometimes. It, it is. <laughs> so specifically, why, why on the government side, why should the government care that there's scam companies out there saying that there's registration fees for all these kind of things? Well, you know, to me, I think I've always said that the one job that you have as a federal contracting officer is to ensure that all contractors are treated fairly. So if, if, you, if you have somebody who, um, you know, and genuinely that they don't know any better, that has been told, uh, you know, I, I'm just going to sit here or I'm going to send you in a capability package and you're going to award me a contract. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get an angry phone call from, from somebody 
saying you didn't award me a contract, you know, and you're like, what, what the heck? So, so it's just, but they all need to be treated fairly. And I understand enterprising businesses. I think this goes a little bit, I think these are kind of like the snake oil salesmen of, uh, of federal contracting. And and if a CEO hears about a contractor paying for these services, let them know it's not okay. I got a lot of calls over the years that, um, you know, I would say, okay, I can't, you know, we're, we've, we've made an award decision and you're the apparent awardee and now you need to go get registered in SAM. And uh, because they don't have to be registered in SAM to compete, but they do have to get to be awarded a contract. Right. And they would say, well, I just Googled it and it says I have to pay $5,000. And I'm like, no, it is, you know, make sure it's sam.gov. It's not .org or whatever. Right. And and tell them it's not okay. And please tell your other, you know, businesses that you know. And the CEOs don't want to lose those potential offers because, you know, it's, it's, it's a barrier to entry and it's a source of inefficiency. You might have a really great contractor you know, small business, large, but just whatever. And they just throw up their hands and say, I, you know, I've, I, I'm done. I, I can't do this. That's it. I'm done. sorry. I'm tapping out. I'm <laughs> tapping out. And from the industry side, it's, it's, it's a waste of resources, right? Federal contractors. And we're talking, especially on the small business side, money is precious. I mean, it's precious to all companies, but to small businesses, $5,000 can be a whole lot of money. That can be the difference between staying in business and going out of business. I mean, that that's payroll right there. Small businesses especially need to conserve time and money. And these scam artists just prey on the small businesses who are just trying to make an honest buck. Absolutely. It just doesn't cost anything to do business with the government. It does not cost anything up front to register. There are no separate fees. There's no secret websites that you have to pay to get access to. It does cost a lot to write complex proposals and to comply with all these government regulations. But it doesn't cost anything to register to bid and to win business. You're you're correct in all of that. I mean, yes, to to run any business where you're going to be putting together competitive proposals, there is going to be a cost associated with that because you've got to have the resources for all of that. But it's, it's no different than doing commercial business. It's whatever those normal business costs would be. Yep. And doing business with the government is scary enough with the, all the acronyms that we use, right? We've already talked about that. It seems very daunting. It doesn't have to be. And adding a level of fear because there's scam artists out there trying to take money from companies for things that don't actually cost it's not making the situation any better. Okay, let's wrap up our little public service announcement here. First, don't pay for free stuff. It sounds sounds easy, but I understand, especially when you're trying to enter the government market. There's lots of things to be confused by. Make sure that you understand what you're paying for and why. Ask questions. When in doubt, call the contracting officer and ask them. They'll give you the straight story. You're right. And if you see, you know, something out there and it says, um, you know, to, to be eligible for awards, you need to register in SAM and and you do a Google search and you end up in one of those other places or whatever. Yeah. Call, call the contracting officer or whoever the point of contact is and say, hey, hey how much do I have to pay to register to do business with the government? So, you know, so you get the, the, the right story from the beginning. Don't just believe what you know, what you're told by these. By the Google machine? By the Google machine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Shelly. I think that wraps it up. 
I think so too. It's always fun doing these. I love them. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Contracting Officer Podcast. Remember, if you have topic suggestions, send me an email at paul at contractingofficerpodcast.com. Check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. I'd also like to ask for your help in spreading the word about the Contracting Officer Podcast. There's a lot of confusion about the name Contracting Officer Podcast. It's really not just for contracting officers. It's for everyone in the government acquisition world. So if you're learning from the Contracting Officer Podcast, please tell others who we may be able to help. It's the greatest compliment you can give us. We appreciate it.